Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings a wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Hello, everyone. It is time for Not Just Blowing Smoke. Coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio Headquarters in Hooks at New Hampshire. Be sure to subscribe to us, whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, or if you're streaming uh, and listening to us after the fact on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Google, iTunes, or wherever else you might have found us, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you don't ever miss a thing. I'm Pastor Padrone, and I'm here with my co-host, Shell, Pat, and Dave. And <clears throat> as you might guess, we're doing a pipe tobacco show tonight. And uh, anybody who has been smoking pipes for a while will recognize the name of Gawith Hogarth. It's one of those pipe tobaccos that um, everyone has on their lists to get. And recently, the manufacturer of um dark bird's eye which is what we're smoking tonight um released several of its most popular blends including dark bird's eye um kendall dark um uh kendall gold and kendall kentucky mm-hmm. in what they are calling a vintage ribbon cut blend and it's the exact same uh blend tobacco-wise, but those uh, brands have only been available in the United States as shag cut. And shag is a very, very, very thin cut tobacco, um, and they have always been available that way. And for whatever reason, they decided to release vintage cuts of those very popular blends. And, you know, as you might expect, the thickness of the cut plays a part in how the blend is going to perform in your pipe, much like the shape of a cigar, right. the diameter of the cigar is going to impact how that blend smokes. Not only does the shape of your pipe impact how a tobacco is going to perform, but so does the kind of cut it is. And so the question in this episode is how much of a difference does that make? And um, we're going to be smoking both of these. Uh, uh, We're going to start with the classic cut, which is the shag version, which has been around forever in the United States. And then in the second half of the show, we're going to smoke the vintage cut, which is the ribbon version of this. And those of us with multiple pipes will probably smoke them side by side at that point. Uh, I know I'm going to so that I can go back and forth and detect other differences and but you know does does the vintage cut offer something new is an improvement and more importantly is it something that you should be on the hunt for so we're going to start with this the traditional uh 
shag cut tobacco made by Gawith Hogarth. Um, it's a Virginia Burley blend with dark fired Virginias and dark fired Kentucky. Mm. And um, the description of the tobacco officially is Gawith Hogarth and Company's Dark Bird's Eyes, a traditional shag cut blend from manufactured from dark fired whole leaf Virginias and midrib fine cut Kentucky leaf rolled and sliced into bird's eyes long preferred by fishermen and sailors due to its strength and easy to pack cut oh, sailors. and that whole thing thinking of you know crusty nasty fishermen staying up all night <laughs> needing their nicotine fix that's what first attracted me to try dark bird's eye and i was not disappointed i have to confess dark bird's eye is something that pastor smokes just about every day you can mm-hmm. smell it yes. it is yes you can <laughs> smell it you can smell it coming and uh it is a beautiful beautiful full-bodied mm-hmm. very strong uh tobacco yep. and um the espresso of the pipe yeah the espresso of pipe tobaccos is how i uh, usually describe it to people and that and you know not saying that it tastes like coffee right but that it's referring to very strong very dark uh flavors yes. in it and um before we get more into that though i'd like to know what you guys are thinking of this i shall i don't know is this the first time you've had this it's the second time i've had this okay and i enjoyed the first time this time i'm still enjoying it but i'm just wondering what these terms mean. what is um dark fired cured and such mm. dark fired means that the tobacco has been basically cured over a low burning fire okay. and that turns the tobacco dark okay. and it picks up that smokiness um you know the 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 barn actually kind of fills with that smoke mm, and the, right. the the leaf takes on that personality so you get this kind of you know, almost like a mesquite kind right, of right. Uh, uh, smell and aroma to things. And if you, it's interesting if you um, uh, open the bag here. Let's do it this way. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, you get oh. this wonderful, dark, very potent smell. Uh, I might that? actually... Yeah, that mesquite is definitely there. And yeah. I think that's what I'm getting. Pass that down to Pat. He's got the nose. So what is what are, what is your nose picking up there, Pat? On the uh <laughs> bag aroma as opposed to the bag tin aroma. Tin, <laughs> tin note. Raisins. How's that bag smell? Yeah. Oh boy. I'm definitely getting that mesquite just off the aroma and mm-hmm. the uh the taste itself. And I was looking, as you call it, full-bodied for something mm-hmm. spicy, something, you know, a little peppery, but it's not. Mm. It's just very woodsy, very fire-cured, very mesquite. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, not quite like a barbecue, but, you know, right. but very smoky. It doesn't have a sweetness like a right. barbecue does. Right. Dave, what about you? Yeah, it's very smoky. It's very smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I mean, you can just... You can just I I don't know for me I can feel like the nicotine like hitting me <laughs> like I you know my eyes perk. Are you awake now? It's it's freaking good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. What are you very getting rich, off the pad? Savory. It's like a really 
thick texture it's very like leathery to me it's a lot of obviously smoke notes to it and then mm -hmm. there's like i'm not gonna call it a black pepper but it's like a it's kind of it's like the intensity of a black pepper but it tastes like a I don't know how to explain right, it. Right, it's not peppery, but you still get that. Yeah, it's like yeah. it has like a pepper sensation. Right. But yeah. it's not it doesn't have like a pepper like prominent. It's note like to peppered it. smoke. Yeah, it doesn't have a peppery bite. But you are getting that, that flavor note from Yeah. It. Like a dry pepper. You know? And then when I lit it there was kind of like a plum sweetness to it, but then mm -hmm. it goes away pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. No plum for me <clears throat> yet. We'll try again. So what we're pairing with this is, again, the uh, 724 barrel select of uh, Jack Daniels. Oh, yeah. And um, I figured this would go well with uh, the tobacco here. What do you guys think? Ooh. Mm. A lot more sweetness in the whiskey mm. with, this, with this pairing almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, do you guys like I mean, strong, full-bodied, in-your-face blends like like Dark Bird's Eye? Is that is that kind of a go-to thing for you guys, or not, Dave? Um, I think yes. For me, yes. It's it's uh, I like I like strong blends, um, but uh, I feel like. I feel like with bird's eye, it's more like the after effects is the strong part, you know, like it's actually really enjoyable to smoke. It tastes mm -hmm. great. You know, it's smoky. Uh, it's definitely full flavored, but um, I don't think it's like the most like intense flavored tobacco I've ever had. You know, I think like the, the English is definitely in Latakia went out in that. Um, but this is definitely enjoyable. Uh, and yeah, I, I go for the more intense flavors. Like you know, I want, I want intense Virginia or intense Latakia or intense Orientals. I, I love them. I love them all for their strengths. Everyone knows by now that you know I'm an aromatic guy. Mm -hmm. I love the smell of uh, sweet maple syrup. It makes me run. Me and my pop pops house. <laughs> and when I think of full body, you know, I put it in cigar terms. You know, mm -hmm. something that's just. A lot of heat, a lot of pepper, something that's really complex in flavors, really robust. And while this is very smoky and mesquite, I guess I'm not wrapping my head around a full-bodied pipe tobacco. Because it doesn't feel full-bodied, but I'm definitely getting a lot out of it. Mm -hmm. that would, that would, uh, it, that the finish lasts a long right, time. Right, it's a yeah. very, almost like a thick kind of oily finish that just yeah, kind of lingers yeah. on your tongue. Kind of to mm -hmm. pat that leather note that's there yep. as well. Yep. Yeah. What about you, Pat? Where are you at that way? Is are you asking the, more for the body or the strength? Like the well, opinion I'm, of a strong, I guess, like nicotine blend or a my body? question. My question incorporated both in body, full body meaning flavor profile, strength meaning lots of vitamin N. <laughs> So, I mean, for both, I mean, it just needs to, I guess, make sense for the blend. Like, there's, like, the Naz, for instance. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a very strong cigar. It's just all a harrow, but it doesn't, it, it, it's, that's really what it is. It's just, if you want something strong, smoke it. It's not, like, really, I mean, I think, I bet you there's some people out there that enjoy it, which, 
I want to meet those people, but <laughs> do you really want to meet them? Why not? <laughs> but you know, it needs to make sense, you know, because yeah. if you if you're utilizing tobacco, whether it's darker light tobacco that has a lot of like nicotine and strength to it, it needs to be used for a purpose other than just making it strong, right? Because right, right. I've had like mild strength cigars that have you know like medium medium plus body to it, and then I've had retrospectively full strength cigars that like I, I just had one you know mm-hmm. i had the wise man maduro those two perfectos and that thing like i was like levitating and <laughs> but I, I was getting so much flavor and it was like a really dark kind of rich thick kind of smoke similarly to the bird's eye here mm-hmm. so i think that if the profile doesn't necessarily have to be the most complex thing but if those like flavors are like very rich mm-hmm. and pronounced i right. think that it's like I'm fine with it being really strong. It just has to have the body to kind of match. Yeah. Right, right, right. <clears throat> what do we think about the pairing with the uh, Jack? I'm unsure. So you know I love single barrel, but it definitely mm-hmm. tastes different. There's a lot of more sweetness coming out of it than I would usually go to. It brings out sweetness in the pipe tobacco, and then it kind of like pronounces that pepper note that i was talking about in the beginning yeah, like yeah. the retro hail is freaking amazing i think it brings that kind of pepper texture out to actually give it like a black pepper identity yeah the retro hail like pure mesquite smoking your glass over there oh yeah yeah, yeah it adds up uh, it adds a lot of wood notes to the um jack and um i almost think doing that it it i mean it certainly it, <laughs> it certainly brings out some sweetness but i don't know if it really enhances it or not right um one of the things i love about dark bird's eye is is the amount of smoke that comes from it it is copious amounts of smoke mm. i love this you know a lot of people start off with something light in the morning or they say they start off with something light in the morning my favorite thing is to get a nice coffee and smoke a bowl of dark bird's eye with it that the flavors complement each other so well um it's one of my favorite ways to start the day that is definitely campfire Mm. Smoking the glass. Mm-hmm. That's insane. How does that change the jack for you? As you said, a lot more wood. Mm-hmm. A lot more. Um, you can taste the fire cure in the jack at this point. Mm. Yep. Mm. Yeah, the tobacco really kind of just goes right in there. Right. Yep. It almost changed it to normal jack. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> So does that help? <laughs> no, I love single barrel, but mm-hmm. it definitely, um, I'm still trying to figure it out, but you're right. It brings a lot more wood out of the, the drink itself. Mm-hmm. Mm. <clears throat> and there's a real warmth to the tobacco, too. Like, yes, you know, this is yeah. definitely like um, fantastic cold weather smoke, you know? That's yeah. true. Now, you know, when you go. You know, we're fortunate twins. We're very good 
uh, we have a great relationship with the distributor of this, Laodicea Enterprises. We're able to get um, more than most. Um, now that said, this stuff still doesn't come into the country on a the kind of regular basis that you might like. Yeah. So you kind of got to get a lot if you're going to have have it for four or five or even six months mm -hmm. between shipments. But, you know, when you're buying like that, it still doesn't. I mean, when this came in, this shipment, we were literally on the last bits of the last shipment we yeah. had. This stuff is very popular. Yeah. And, you know, and if you go on to uh, websites where you're able to get the pipe tobacco, if you're not, if you don't have the luxury of having a brick and mortar that is able to have it like twins, <laughs> yeah. um, right, you know, one of the big frustrations is this stuff comes in and it's one of the first to go. Yeah. It's often not available if, if it's available uh, for very long at right. all. Why do you think this stuff is so popular? What's, what's the allure of this stuff? I think it almost ties back to like some of the cult stuff because I mean Gowith and Hogarth is just you know they have their own cult following. That's well, true, they know? do. And uh, they everything they make is impressive. You know whether it's you know American black cherry or dark bird's eye. Mm -hmm. You know everything they do is impressive. And also speaking to what you said earlier about it being easy to smoke for something that's considered full body, you can mm -hmm. just go right through it. As mm. I just did, and I, I think people like that as well. I mean, as Pat mentioned, if you're smoking a Naz or something super full-bodied cigar, mm. you're probably not going to have too many of those in a row. Mm -hmm. But with this, <laughs> <laughs> yep. and I think one of the other pluses is it's easy to light, it's easy to keep lit, right? And um, which it's is easy why to those fishermen liked it, <laughs> you know, out there hunting crab and everything, and you know. Mm. Light it up. It's, it doesn't matter if it's raining. It's still going to light, you know. Uh, it, it's just, I don't know. There's there's that mystique about it, I guess, too, that I think is really good. But, you know, one of, one of the things I like about it is, um, you know, I'm already, you know, more than halfway through my bowl. You know, when, when you get a, a really great, full-bodied, strong cigar, you know, you, you've got to, be able to sit with it for an hour, an hour and a yes. half. You got yeah. to take your time. Yeah. And one of the great things about this is you can get a lot of that same enjoyment, but you know, twenty minutes maybe what you get out of a bowl. Twenty-five minutes maybe what you get out of a bowl. You can get longer, yeah, depending on the 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 size and shape and how quickly you you smoke it. You know, hey, <laughs> who enjoys this smoke? But. Uh, you know, it, if you want something great, but you don't have a lot of time, this is also really good, too. Yes, it's yes. one of the reasons I uh, also enjoy the pipe is that you can control the length of time you're smoking something. Right, right. You know, I, I don't always have an hour, hour and a half to give to a cigar. Right. But, you know, I might have a half an hour, 45 minutes that I could give to a good pipe. And that's uh, something... Right. That I think is worth thinking about when you're when you're doing that. Well, mm -hmm. you mentioned that you know you'll smoke this first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, you do like a coffee or anything, or just yeah. Fight. My wife and I have have gotten into cold brewing mm -hmm. our own coffee at home, and so 
I'll have this with a, a cold homemade cold brew. Nice. Black. Nice. Yeah. And it's just so good. Mm. I mean, those coffee notes and those woody mesquite, mesquite smoky notes, uh, the leather that uh, you were talking about, Pat, um, and that little bit of pepper. It, you do notice it a lot more in the retro. In the mm-hmm. retro hail, there is some kind of spiciness that mm-hmm. comes through. It, it, it's it's hard to describe, though. It's not like a straight black pepper mm-hmm. spice, but it's almost got like a black pepper flavor without yeah, the, the, the bite right, of it right. that makes you, you know, tear up and cry or, or whatever. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the things I think that you guys mentioned, Gawith Hogarth, is kind of a, it's got its cult following. Yes. And one of the reasons for that is its age. You know, uh, their roots go back into the 1790s. And, you know, they have been family owned and operated all of that time. And uh, to this day, they are still making their tobacco on those original machines from the 1790s yeah the same way that they were making it in the 1790s and but ain't broke don't fix it when you hear that and you you know it's it's you know one of the things i think people love about cigar smoking pipe smoking you know is the whole tradition behind it the history behind it you kind of got to appreciate the the historical right. cultural Absolutely. history that goes behind this stuff and when you know you're you're look when you're looking at a guy with hogarth blend like dark bird's eye that's they've been doing tobacco for over 200 years you know that and and then you find out that the biggest change that they've made in their factory in that 200 years is they've gone from coal fed stoves to gas fed stoves <laughs> more efficient stoves <laughs> but that's that's it that when you that's know. that's the biggest change right, right. you know maybe maybe and now we they should, put it um, on youtube uh, you know? do some gas <laughs> instead of coal you know it's a little dirty you know when you when you but when you know that there's that kind of history behind it and that kind of you know um that the same machines are being used uh you know does when you when you find out about that when when i talk about the history of the blend as somebody who is just hearing about god with hogarth they almost always buy something from them you know how how much uh does how much weight does the history and the story behind a company like that that's been around for hundreds of years um bring to a blend like dark bird's eye for you does that does that make you want to try it or does it not matter that much to you where does that fit for for you guys i mean go ahead i mean for me it's like you know if gallows and hard guys come out with anything i'm going to smoke it you know even if it's not in my realm because they're masters of their craft and Mm -hmm. i don't want to miss out because I would have, you know, maybe it's not my regular wheelhouse, mm-hmm. but everything they make is just a joy to smoke, you know. And I, I when you have a trusted name, you mm. know, and someone that's been doing something for hundreds of years, yeah, you know, that's that's a lot, you mm. know. 
Like, uh, there's not many companies around these days that can boast hundreds of years. Right. There's not. So, I mean, that's that's an impressive mm. feat. I mean, outside of, of Habanos down in Cuba, Pat, are there, are there any companies mainstream right now that we can get in the States that, that have been in product have been making stuff for 200 something years off the top of your head um i'd say no like no. you have like fuente that's like two or three generations it's going to mm. be third generation but that's still not anywhere close to that to answer your question when you have something that's good and you enjoy it but you don't know you know the history behind it like oh that's mm. good you know i might try something from again and just mm. go back to whatever you like but once you understand the, the effort and the pride that, that mm -hmm. a, a company that's been around for generations puts into it, you get a little more respect, and you yeah you're definitely gonna want to try something else because you know the same care went into it. Right, right, right. Well, one thing that I love most about pipe tobacco and just pipe smoking <clears throat> in general is that it's it's millennia old. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, it's been around forever. You know, right. they found pipes. You know seven or eight thousand years old it's true yep stone pipes mm-hmm um i know we all just kind of ended a massive heat wave here in new england mm -hmm. and uh you know it was in the upper 90s you know getting pretty dang near 100 degrees and then you had the the heat index with the yeah. Um, on top of that, which made things very oppressive. Um, what did you guys do to kind of beat the heat? Central AC. Central <laughs> AC. Yes. Uh, uh, Central AC. That's that's very good. I you know my house is as old as God with Hogarth, so I don't have Central <laughs> AC, <laughs> but we do have units. You know, right? So those are just as good. those are just as good. <laughs> yeah, that direct stay air in, there. stay in those rooms <laughs> yeah. that have it. You know, close the doors and and just let it rip. You know, uh, I like to find a refreshing drink. What I consider mm. refreshing, which would be something I call a um, I'm renaming that a uh, it's it's a twist on an Irish car bomb. I call it Attack on the UN. Attack on the UN. Attack What's that? UN. So, you know, instead of mixing up the car bomb, you get your, your Guinness or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. stout or porter you're having, a little bit of Jack Tennessee honey, mm -hmm. and whatever whiskey you choose. I started with Black Velvet and I graduated to um, Jameson Black Barrel. Okay, yeah. Just all in the glass. Delicious. You talk about chocolate bar, rich, full. Uh, so you put the, do you put the bourbons and stuff in there? first and then the beer no the beer first beer first and then just directly in you know maybe uh one two parts depending on how you're feeling that day <laughs> no need to mix or anything it's settled itself mm -hmm. it's, it's really refreshing yeah i've been doing you know the whole gin and tonic thing mm. that's been that's been very good for me yeah. i've really fallen in love with that uh uh sapphire east Mm. variant of of sapphire gin that uh peppercorn and lemongrass that they add in there it's lemon pepper in a bourbon i mean in a gin yeah that's just freaking awesome that's, new. <laughs> that's very good man wow. you do that with some soda water okay, or something some ice that, yeah, yeah. that's very very good 
and that's been that's been on sale here at the the stores lately. So it's it's uh, twenty bucks. It's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. And uh, you know, I tried it on a whim just because of the whole lemongrass and peppercorn thing in there. I said, you know, I like those things. I'll I'll try this out. And I was like, ooh, this is actually pretty good. Mm. And the price is right, <laughs> you know. Right. And uh, um, then, you know, my wife and I have, you know, we do a, kind of a variant on the uh, um, tequila sunrise, and, but we use vodka. She's not really a tequila person. Uh, I call it a pretty drink. <laughs> a pretty drink. It's a pretty drink. It's <laughs> always uh, pretty. Yeah, yeah. Like a. Uh, pineapple orange mango juice uh, much like my wife with there. you know lots of ice and then you uh, you know have the vodka in there and then drizzle the sides with a that's fancy yeah it's really really nice and it does it looks like a little sunset or something. <laughs> but it, you don't really taste the alcohol in it so it's it's kind of dangerous yeah. you know you have four or five of those and you know, the wife gets happy. You know, <laughs> good times to eat. Yeah, it's a, a very happy. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But um, what about you, Pat? What What did you do to beat the heat? Just drink a lot of water. <laughs> drink a lot of water. Yeah, Pat is good for That's, drinking water. I respect that. He drinks a yeah. lot of water. Mm. Water he does is drink key. a lot of water. It's very important. He brings a gallon with him to work every day. At least he says it's water. I'm trusting that that's what it is. It's Wudka. It's Russian. <laughs> what about you, Dave? Yeah, AC. Definitely AC and cold drinks. Uh, I'm a big fan of Dunkin' Donuts' new brown sugar cream cold brew. Brown sugar cold brew. Yeah. That's so sweet. It is a little sweet, it's but it's bit. nice. But I get it black. Mm-hmm. So all they do is they put this brown sugar cream like cold foam on top of it yeah. and it's black coffee so then it just slowly melts down and, and it's freaking beautiful it's a sight to behold i gotta say there's nothing like a starbucks venti a vanilla bean frappuccino for a brain freeze so mm. if you're feeling a little hot mm-hmm. now i noticed none of none of you said anything about swimming none of you went anywhere that involves being outside <laughs> i'm too late to go <laughs> No one went to the beach or anything like that? Not yet. Is, is, is the beach something you like to go to? Or a lake or, you know, some outdoor body of water? I consider those family activities, so I'll join in. <laughs> consider yeah. those family <laughs> activities. I mean, uh, <laughs> need a family for that. Above ground pool in the backyard. Mm-hmm. If it's hot enough, I'll definitely jump in, but mm. that's not something that I look to do. I, like I said, again, AC, like Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, AC. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Very true. Easy um, and cold beer. <laughs> I haven't found the proper floaty to hold my drinks yet. So Did the heat affect your smoking when you were not at Twins? Obviously, it's always good smoking weather inside Twins. No, nope. when you were outside, did that change anything for you? Well, I'm always inside. So, even in- and I smoke in my car, so... I just, uh, I smoke, yeah, wherever I am. Yep. I am fortunate enough to be able to um, sneak a smoke in my finished basement when nobody's around, so mm-hmm. I can enjoy 
maybe one here and there inside, but definitely <laughs> there's no uh, going out on the deck or hanging out in the backyard and having you know, smoke in 97 degree weather for mm -hmm. sure. No, no. no it's but not not enjoyable. Not for ideal. You. No. <laughs> no. Pat. Yeah, I don't think so. Usually when I get home, it's the sun's down, so it's a little bit hot out still, but mm. it's not anything that's really unbearable. Then when I was outside grilling for on the 22nd, it didn't hinder me from smoking either. Yeah, so. yeah. It no, so it bad. did not. Yeah. It did not. You were rocking it on that grill out there. Tasty burgers. Very tasty. Mm. So uh, let's do a little pastor confessions here um this will be a little bit different my confession is that uh i'm very excited about next month i'm very excited about august we've got several events all in a row that are going to be absolutely fantastic and the first is the stillwell and bourbon night with steve saka and jeremy reeves uh, Steve Sock, of course, is the founder and president of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, uh, Sober Mesa, Mi Carita, um, the Sober Mesa Brulee, um, Tricky Traca, Todos Los Dias, one of my favorite. Again, because it's a full-bodied, strong cigar. I love those things, the double-wide Bellicoso. That's freaking amazing. That's good stuff. Um, but Steve um, is also a closet pipe smoker, closet. if you didn't know. Um, he smokes a Coming pipe uh, three, four, five times a day. He's smoking a pipe. And one of the things, if you're a, a, a guy who loves cigars and pipes like myself, you quickly realize that there are tastes and smells in pipe tobacco that you just can't get in cigars. It's two completely different worlds of yes. taste and smells. And Steve wanted to try and share some of those uh, with his cigar-loving uh, followers who are very um, cultish, again, to use that word. And so he got together with his good friend, Jeremy Reeves, who's the head blender at Cornell and Deal, and um, uh, who happens to be a closet cigar smoker <laughs> and so we are fortunate we're going to have both of them uh at twins on friday august 12th from five to eight o'clock awesome. there's going to be a big layout of all of uh, dunbarton cigars but we're going to be focusing of course on the stillwell star and we're going to have uh four packs of the Stillwell Star made up. There's four different variations of the Stillwell Star. It's the same wrapper, the same binder across each cigar. So they all look exactly the same from the outside. But the filler tobacco changes with each one. There is the aromatic, the navy, the English, and the uh, what he calls the bayou, which uh, incorporates a Virginia Perique tobacco inside the cigar. Navy is a navy blend, of course. English is a English blend with Latakia. And the aromatic is just what it says. It's an aromatic with a little bit of sweetness on the end of the cigar. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to buy a four-pack uh, that has one of each of those. And when you do that, when you buy the four-pack, you're going to be able to go 
into a special place and spend time with Steve Saka and Jeremy Reeves. Ask them whatever you want, and you're going to get to pair your cigars with a couple of shots of uh, Woodford Reserve. Um, That's worth it right there, isn't it? And I'm also making my uh, award-winning burnt offerings chili. Yes. To go with that event, so you're going to (laughs) yes, and it's called burnt offerings because there are multiple animals (laughs) that gave their life (laughs) for the chili sacrifice. It's uh, there's of course uh, beef, there's. Uh, veal, there's ground pork, mm. there is bacon. lamb, bacon. and bacon. Yes. Bacon. And Lions. four different kinds of beans. Mm. No water touches my chili. It uses uh, Good man. Yep. It Good uses man. a. Um, uh, Oh, why does the word escape me? Beer? See? It's not, well, <laughs> yeah. it's a stout. I oh, use a stout in the oh. chili, and um, those kind of dark almost chocolatey flavors kind of counter the heat a little bit mm. so it kind of makes it smolder so one of the things i like about the way i do my chili and i know this isn't everybody's thing but you know i like to be able to actually taste my food so i like heat but i don't want my tongue so on fire that right. i can't taste anything so you take a bite and you're like, oh, this isn't all that hot. And, you do, and then when you finish the bowl, you're like, oh, my gosh. And you're, <laughs> you realize you're sweating and you have to go and, and get the water and all that. that that's chilly. Yes, sir. You know. Uh, so uh, the uh, pack is going to be 60 bucks, and that will include the Woodford and the chili and your ability to sit and talk uh, with Steve and Jeremy, you can ask them how they came up with the idea of the cigars. Whatever questions you like, whether you're a pipe guy, a cigar guy, both, like myself, uh, that's going to be a fantastic night. And then uh, the next day, um, it's going to be really about Jeremy Reeves. And the first thing that we're doing is the um, we're doing a, a pipe show mm. with um, Jeremy and... Uh, that's going to feature a big selection of pipes from both Savinelli and Peterson, Kaz Walters, the national rep from uh, Savinelli and Peterson uh, is going to be there. And uh, that's going to be from 12 to 4. It's going to be a huge, huge selection of pipes. And uh, that's going to be awesome. And during that time, you can do something that we're calling Jefferson with Jeremy. <laughs> and the last several times we've done pipe events, we've tried to create um, really kind of experience-based events. And this is the latest iteration of that. And so um, 25 bucks, you can go and sit with Jeremy and have some Jefferson uh with him and uh talia has a wedding that weekend she's she's bringing the jeffersons Mm -hmm. um there will be at least two different kinds of jeffersons um because she has not yet been able to finalize permissions on what what she can bring i won't say what 
but there is a very good chance that ocean will be included Ooh, that in that. Yeah, I believe it's going to be a regular and an ocean that is going I to be remember a very our special first thing. ocean experience that was amazing yep yep and so you're going to get to have some Jefferson. There's also going to be coffee there. We're going to make some good fresh coffee for people who don't do the whole uh, alcohol thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but along with that, you will be able to have pairing with that um, some 2019 Carolina Red Flake. Um, original release Sun Bear. You're also going to get to choose from uh, Palmetto Balkan, uh, the 724 uh, Briary Blends Boston Tea Party, and uh, Queen City, which just came out. Uh, and uh, there will also be uh, the new Sun Bear release, Sun Bear Mountain Flower, which drops on the 2nd of August. Yeah. And we will have a tin for people to enjoy there, too so that you can do that and if you do that you have you know if you decide to um uh get the 25 bucks and and get that and have those tobaccos and have that time with with jeremy uh that 25 dollars you can also put towards getting a seven alley or a peterson pipe at the show and that's going to be awesome yes sir and that's going from 12 to 4 and then the day caps off with our first dinner on the deck. Right. If you have not been on the deck at Twins Londonderry, you need to go. It is a beautiful, beautiful deck. Um, it's nicely lit, um, so it's you know great no matter what time of day or evening it is when we're open. Uh, but we are having a special dinner on the deck featuring Jeremy Reeves and... He's going to be doing, uh, over the course of the three-course dinner that we're having, a blending demonstration of how he puts together Boston Tea Party. He's going to talk about the different components in that blend. We're going to be smoking those components. There are special pairings that have been prepared that will match each of those. So you get this three-course meal, the three pairings, uh, the the demo of uh, making Boston Tea Party and it also includes a tin of Boston Tea Party that you can take home with you <laughs> um, and you can also show your ticket at the uh, pipe event and if you have a ticket and get $25 off a pipe like a for that thing too now you need to understand Jeremy Reeves is a big name in the whole pipe world. He's the master blender at Cornell and Deal. He's the guy who blended uh, Boston Tea Party and Queen City for us. He's the guy behind um, Carolina Red Flake. The, the Sun Bear was his own creation, Palmetto Balkan, Speakeasy. That was another blend that he did uh, that we have of his. Um, several others are, are on the shelf there as well that he personally brought to market and Jeremy does not often do events. He's not often away. He may do three, maybe four offsite events in a year. And he has never been in new England oh, before. Yeah. First, this is his first event in new England. Pop in the new England. And so boom, Friday, Saturday, 
Um, now that dinner, there are 30 tickets that were available. Most of them are already gone. Uh, there are still a few left. Um, and if you're listening live, you know, that this is probably your best chance to get one of those remaining tickets. Um, it's an awesome, awesome thing. And uh, it's going to sell out. So if you have any inkling of going, this is a really a very unique opportunity. I don't know when he'll be able to come back. And he certainly hasn't been here in, ever. So you don't want to miss this. This is a big, this is a big -uh. thing. And um, to kind of cap it all off, on Monday, the 15th of August, both Steve and Jeremy will be on Not Just Blowing Smoke, mm. and we're going to have a special episode featuring the Stillwell Star Cigar that they created together. Nice. And um, uh, it also happens to be our third anniversary, that particular uh, episode. And uh, we're going to be smoking the Stillwell Star Navy and... We are also going to be smoking for a pipe tobacco um, blockade runner, mm. which is um, a tobacco that is very similar to what is in the cigar uh, of that blend. So it's going to be really, really cool to, to do that Absolutely. and see what see what comes out of that it's always great when steve's on the show i don't have to really come up with lots of questions <laughs> because he's very confident in answering and making up his own questions he's making up his own questions. answering his own questions it's going to be great steve's, steve's a good friend of ours steve docker show he's a good friend of ours with twins. Jeremy Reeves and he's Dr. a friend Forbes. of mine you know and and i'm very very grateful that uh everybody was able to do all of these events with us um by the way steve uh, also bought tickets to the, uh, the Jeremy did. Reeves dinner, so he's going to be in attendance at that. It's going to be it's going to be an awesome time. Mm. You're not going to want to miss that. Um, that's why I'm excited about August. It's going to be an awesome. That was a big confession. Yeah. That was a big confession. Yeah, my, yeah. My pipe my pipe is out. Basically, <laughs> I've got to I've got to relight it again. So uh, you know we're we're coming we're coming to the end of the the first segment here. Um, what's your take on Dark Bird's Eye? I, I I know I'm the guy who smokes this all the time. Others of you are no. just having it. Maybe it's an occasional thing. What do you think? It, it it does this live up to the hype for you? Is is this something you would smoke again? Would you buy it? I would you know put this in your rotation if you were smoking a pipe. What what do you guys think? Certainly would smoke it again. I'm starting to feel that full bodiness of the nicotine. <laughs> That's enjoyable. Um, I don't know where it would fit in my rotation, being when it comes to pipes like aromatic, but I mm -hmm. definitely would find a place for it. In the morning with black coffee. That's not a bad mm -hmm. idea. That's a good way to wake up. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Patrick? This is usually the kind of pipe tobacco I would smoke. So I've had it, I want to say, like five times total including okay. uh, last time on the podcast we did it um it's honestly a pretty linear profile which isn't i don't think a bad thing for it no nope. i think that as you go deeper in the bowl it definitely intensifies in strength and body yep um and the jack wasn't a bad pairing i think it definitely kind of pronounced that spice note that mm -hmm. i was having an issue identifying in the beginning and then it brought out kind of that sweetness that was in the beginning of the bowl but kind of goes away rather quickly um but yeah no it's definitely 
again, this is like my wheelhouse of pipe tobacco. Yeah. So I think the hype behind it is definitely warranted. Dave, I love Dark Bird's Eye. I smoke it. Um, I'm not as quite as often as you, Dan, but at least for me, it's like once a week. Yeah, you know, it's uh, if not more, because usually when I, I don't know it, many people that smoke it every day, multiple times. But when I, when I, when I, well, that's the thing. Like when I, when I do smoke it that one time during the week, mm -hmm. I usually smoke it like at least two or three times. Mm -hmm. You know, because it, 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 the taste is just so uh, unique. Love it. It's so unique. Nothing it's so unique. Like yeah, it. and and it's it's it goes so well with a black coffee. And you know, being a cigar guy. You know the 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 richness of it, the woodiness of it. The I mean, it's it's not like a cigar, but it's that kind of satisfaction right, right. that you get from smoking a cigar. I that, yeah. You know, it's it's to me, it's very very good. All right, we're going to take a little bit of a break, repack the pipes, and we'll be back. And we're going to smoke the vintage cut version of this, the ribbon cut version, which was just released. We're live. All right, everybody, we're back, and now we are smoking this version of Dark Bird's Eye, what they're calling Dark Bird's Eye Vintage Cut. Um, exactly the same blend. It's just a ribbon instead of a shag. And um, um, the only difference in the uh, description offered by the company is the last sentence here, long preferred by fishermen and sailors due to its strength and easy preparation. It's... Offered here in the Blending House's traditional vintage cut, a more traditional pipe tobacco cut, ideal for savoring the flavors and nuances of this fine blend. And one of the things I notice when I take the bag and I smell the nose of this, it's much more pronounced. It's got a much stronger... Um, mm -hmm. You want to, yeah, send it down to the nose. The nose. More that, raisin. Different. <laughs> well, it has, like, kind of a, like, cinnamon kind of flavor to it. I was smelling these bags towards mm. the end of the first half, and I mm. noticed that the vintage was a lot more, like, robust. Mm-hmm. Which is funny, because when I've smoked this, and I've smoked, like, you know, maybe four ounces of it <laughs> myself you know i to me it um it didn't seem as strong and kind of in your face as the dark birds i was um which is not necessarily a bad thing but it it was a difference and um so you know the the pri the, the big question for this half is is hmm. looking at the the differences here what what difference does the cut make if at all it tastes definitely more um it's like a milder version of mm -hmm. it like toned down mm -hmm. like this is definitely something like um someone wanted like a medium blend but was still looking for like a nicotine kick this is this is would be a perfect fit mm -hmm. you know or like someone just starting out be like hey this is a really good you know, uh, this goes really good with coffee if you're a coffee person. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, obviously, the, uh, gosh, I can't even remember the name of the other mm -hmm. cut. The uh, the shag cut, shag cut. Um, would be more of a experienced store. You want more. <laughs> you want, like, this I is what I'm more. looking for, but I want <laughs> yeah. more, you know? Mm -hmm. 
But uh, you know, I get in the retro, I get more spice. Absolutely, from this. I was just thinking that. Um, but on the palate, like Dave was saying, I think things are, and you know, creamy. I, this one's creamy. You, you're able to pick up more of the nuances of the of the blend. Yes. That kind of get lost in the, you know, just like just like having a small vitola of a cigar is going to really just power the right. the flavors at you. You know, you increase the diameter of the cigar, and you you get to experience more of the nuances of the things that are in the blend. And I I think that's happening here with just the change of the cut. Yeah. Would yep. you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and that's interesting too because it makes it begs the question. You know, what would other things taste like as a shag? Mm-hmm. You know, what would other things taste like as a ribbon? Mm-hmm. No, definitely right on the light. I got a lot of fruit right away. Mm-hmm. Whether it's that plum, a little bit of that cinnamon Pat was talking about, but definitely it it tastes lighter. Mm-hmm. But on the retro hill, the spice is there for sure. Yeah, well, I'm gonna smoke my glass and see if there's any difference. Pat, what about yourself? Do you taste anything different right off the bat? I think it's better. I think that it's... How how so? I think the palate, it's very similar, but I think you're getting a lot more smoke out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's... Like, without... I, I didn't touch the drink yet, so without even... Because, like, before, the drink kind of helped pronounce those flavors I was having an issue with, but with... The um the vintage cut I'm, I can distinguish the pepper it's like a baking spice kind of pepper mm-hmm. it's not like an aggressive pepper and then like th- that sweetness didn't go away it's still there I, at this point at this point on the shag cut that was gone but mm-hmm. it, nothing is is leaving I think everything is a little bit more robust it's more pronounced yeah and you know it's just kind of weird because you you would think it's the same blend so why would it be so different you know if you pack the pipe the same you know kind right. of mm-hmm. density it should combust not, i'm not going to say the same but the, the smoke output is, is just kind of shocking me because like shag cut had a lot of smoke more than i would say most pipe tobaccos but yeah. then this even takes that a step forward so mm. so far right like initial impressions it's better than the initial mm. light on the shag What's your impression with the smoked glass, Dan? For me, it was um, smoother and fruitier with the smoked glass with this one. You mean the, the jack? Yeah, the jack. I still got that woodiness. Yep. But it was smoother and creamier and sweeter. Yeah, it almost brings out more of a vanilla note. Hmm. Whereas with the shag, it brought out more of that mesquite. The mesquite just kind of got in there and uh, totally took over. And here it's much more of a... uh, All that's left is smoke now, Shell. How's that glass of smoke? Delicious. (laughs) What do you think it did? You should pour some Jack in there while it's smoking. See what it's very interesting. And it bring but, out like a almost a vanilla kind of sweetness. Well, Jack typically has that in the first place, but I'm mm-hmm. not getting so much vanilla as I am a little more spice, like mm-hmm. that, like even a peppercorn. Mm. It's very interesting. It's really wild how this is so 
different. Mm -hmm. And how it reacts with the jack is so different. Yeah. Um, I agree with Pat. There's a lot of smoke here with this. And... Um, hmm. I think it's aged longer. What makes you say that? Because suppo supposedly it's exactly the same thing, just cut differently. But what makes you think it's aged longer? It, it just, it, then there's, there's more of like the nuances in the tobacco coming out. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I, I feel aging kind of does. So I know, I don't know if, if it's pressed differently or if anything's done differently to it to do the vintage cut. Mm -hmm. But I, it, it does, like, I'm kind of comparing it to like Mississippi River, like when we mm. had the reserve and the core line. Right. Like that, the same kind of differences to me is coming mm. out on this like you're getting like you you would think the aged tobacco would have you know less spice to it it'll be kind of like more like kind of musty and toned down but mm -hmm. the you know mississippi reserve had a lot more pronounced flavors the spice was more forward on it so i'm getting that same kind of experience here so i'm i, I honestly think it's maybe they're aging it maybe they want it to be a little bit different so shops <laughs> pick it up maybe i don't know but yeah yeah i, I think i'll ask something actually. going on i'll ask them and find out um, they actually, you know, know about twins and pipe club and everything. And, and, uh, they actually did a little, uh, video of us on their, uh, Instagram page, <laughs> nice. uh, which was really, really cool. Um, sent some little samples of some tobacco in a little, uh, tobacco jar yeah. for us. Um, it was very cool. Awesome. Yep. Um, I definitely think in the, um, shag cut, the classic version, it's much more dark fired Kentucky forward. Absolutely. I think in this one, the Virginias show a lot more. Yes. And so that stone fruit, you know, uh, note, there's more of a sweetness to the tobacco that yeah. wasn't there in the other one, uh, in the shag cut. Uh, I definitely think it makes the Virginias pop more and, yeah. and makes you appreciate those in the blend. It's really wild what a difference it is. You know, and again, it's different, yet it's the right. theme is the same. Right. You know, it's a variation on that theme, but it's, it's the variations are uh, very noticeable. Uh, definitely pronounced. Maybe another Again, word. there's similarities, but I'm tasting so much more fruit. Mm -hmm. and I think I, I like this a little better for the flavor profile. You like profile. this better? Yeah. What kind of flavors are you picking up that you like? So like you said, those stone fruits, mm -hmm. a little bit of plum, mm -hmm. and some kind of melon as well. Mm. But it's weird. Melon. When you retrohale, it's just spice. All that fruit comes mm -hmm. away. Yeah, the, the, the retrohale in this is just like the most amazing thing because it's like such a, a stark contrast of what it tastes like mm -hmm. then you just get like that creamy pepper retro ale right. you know i think it has a longer finish too yes yeah i agree with that i definitely think the jack makes it spicier too in the retro ale there's no way for you to know that now shell <laughs> it's okay i enjoyed it <laughs> all right yeah yeah it's good stuff um mm. So, for you guys, you're 
we're all agreeing it's different. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it, you know, but I'm also hearing that you guys like it as much where you actually think it's an improvement. Yes. Over the original. For me, it it's something different to smoke. For you, it's a different thing. What do you still prefer the original? I still prefer the original, and like I, I still, I still like this one as something new. Like mm -hmm. to me, it's it's got that much of a difference to it. Well, I'm like, okay, so like I could smoke this at night when I'm trying to wind down, or smoke the other one in the morning with a coffee when I need a burst. You know, um, it's just uh, it's it's more fun for me because now I you know more chances to smoke dark bird's mm. eye. You know, it's a great, great blend well they're both really good it's just for my own personal palate mm -hmm. i do like something that tastes a little lighter mm -hmm. but i'm still getting you know the similarities of being full-bodied for lack of a better term mm -hmm. you know and that's the other thing that i find like amazing too that i've noticed uh with my years at twins is i find like people that smoke their cigars and when they also smoke pipes <clears throat> they're what they smoke in pipe is almost always different right. from what they smoke in cigars. Right. That's a you good. Know? That's a good observation. So I have so many guys. I'm like, how do you want to start with pipes? Do you want to, you know, do you want to do aromatics? Do you want to do something that's cigarish? You know, where do you want to go with it? What do you want out of it? And so many people are like, you know, I want something aromatic or sweet. If they like full cigars, or if they like mild cigars, then they go, I want something a little bit more heavy. You know, it's 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 uh, it's amazing how. They're trying to complement the opposite side. Mm -hmm. Very true. Brother Broadleaf. It's absolutely. <laughs> I, I've said it before. I like a nice, you know, medium plus full by cigar. But when it comes to pipe tobacco, I like something light, sweet, aromatic. That's a very, that's a very, I, I'm kind of weird that way. I, I, I'm very into both. And aromatics is typically not where I go at all. That's, I feel the same, which is kind of weird you too. Know, yeah. I, I, I like the natural sweetness, in like a, a Virginia or something. Right. But I'm not looking for grape. Yeah. Or you know right. peach. Peach. You know, I, if I I'm want, not smoking autumn if evening. I, if, I if I want, <laughs> if I if I want a peach cobbler, I'm just gonna get a piece of peach cobbler and eat it. I don't want to smoke it. Right. You know. Um, now that said, in, uh, autumn evening is a is a fantastic aromatic pipe tobacco. Um, that's one of the aromatics that I, you know, do enjoy smoking. But I've got to be I got to be in the mood for it. Right. I got to be I've got to be in the place for it. Right. You know, especially if I'm having waffles or pancakes at home. That's a great follow-up <laughs> to that, man, because it, it's basically, it tastes like waffles and smells like maple syrup. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic pipe tobacco. Yeah. But uh, At what point do they cut the tobacco? At do, what? Like, do they cure it before cutting it? Or do they... Yeah, they. It, it's cured as a whole leaf. And then in this case, in the case of Dark Bird's Eye, um, the mid ribs are not removed from the tobacco it's cut up with those ribs and when you cut it up fine like that the ribs cuts make what they call the bird's eyes and that's why it's called um that's where it gets its name from so it's aged you know just like any other 
just like a in the sense that it's a full leaf it's aged in the way that like a cigar leaf would be you know they're not going to cut it up you know just like you wouldn't cut the leaf mm-hmm. for that you were going to roll into a cigar before yeah, and then age it yeah you age it yeah, first. you age it you age it as a whole yeah. leaf yep and cure it and and uh can't remember the word. And then it's it's cut and processed as you're creating the cigar. It's, this is cut Fermented. processed as you're Fermented. as you're make, cutting it for the blend that you're using it for. And this is one of those things where I think that this dinner with Jeremy Reeves is going to be incredibly educational. You know, my understanding is that he's going to be sending, um, you know, whole leaf stuff. He's going to show us what this right. looks like before it's processed and then that's going to be a so cut it awesome. up right you know he's i don't think he's going to cut it up right there but then i think he's going to take the the prepped version and you know we, i i know there's a box of stuff coming from them before for the, for the demonstration got to make sure we get this on video yes. that's got to be definitely on video that's mm-hmm. that's amazing mm. Yeah, this is really good. Uh, you know, I, I, I got, uh, you know, the, the 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 biggest flaw in these two iterations of tobacco here is that uh, the UPC code is the same on both bags. <laughs> so, you know, I had to create a new code for the. Um, I mean, the vintage Metal Gear Solid right. because the code that's on the bag right there in the upper corner of the bag is the same code that's on the vintage cut. So I had to cover it with one of our own codes there. That's that's my biggest beef with this whole thing is that they came out with this whole thing and it, it, I had to add a whole new thing for it. Well, it's not. Is it is it a replacement? Because that's, that's the thing. That's you know, no, it's thing. not a replacement, but they're both. You know, to me, you know, if you have two separate cuts, kind of like it, it would be kind of it would be akin to having a uh, well, we've a already Toro used... and a Robusto right. have the same, same code skew. on yeah. it. You yeah. know, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? It's one of those things. Maybe they'll fix it when it, the next batch comes in. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, but I that's... mean, we've already established they're different, so they mm-hmm. should be different skews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, what do you guys think? Is this is this worth keeping at Twins? Is yeah. this worth ordering again? Just for the comparison alone, I think so. Giving um, people a chance to discover this for themselves. Mm-hmm. Dave, what do you think? Absolutely. Just for selfish reasons. <laughs> I can smoke both. <laughs> you know, I know customers who have refused to try something like this really? because, in their opinion, the variance of other favorite blends like plum pudding, you know, uh, you know, Mississippi River, and all, you know, not the aged version, but the like. Now we're going to do it in rum barrels. Now mm-hmm. we're going to do it in whiskey barrels. Now Very we're going to do it, you know, all the, that they're never as good as the original. And therefore, you know, they don't even, they've been so disappointed 
with attempts to do variations on a theme pipe wise before that they just they're burned out about it what would you say to somebody like that that's the beauty of tobacco in general you can evolve it and change Mm it not necessarily you know replacing it with this new thing but give people other options for someone who may only sort of like the original blend Mm -hmm. but now they have options to explore it Mm -hmm. one of the things i like about this is that you know for somebody who may have a really hard time with much stronger tasting tobaccos that this might be a way to enjoy dark bird's eye that um somebody who really doesn't want that real strong in your face flavor that dark bird's eye is known for um but they can still enjoy a lot of the things that makes that such a great blend again as you said you compare it to cigars that come in different vitolas and Mm -hmm. change that profile just slightly Mm -hmm. i I could put that directly with that analogy Mm -hmm. about yourself pat i think it's worth carrying i I honestly think it's aged (laughs) 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 i'm really convinced it's aged I will find out and I will report back next week. Investigative report. Whether whether there has been any other process done to this other than just the type of cut. Right. Because it is it is really. Dramatic. It could have been yeah. aged by accident just on the the time it took for to get it out. Mm-hmm. You know, it would you know shipping and receiving has been a nightmare for everyone. Dan will find out. I'll find out, and I will report back next week. Um, let's uh, do a little "Would you rather" a little fun "Would you rather" question. Okay, mm, all right, ready. here we go. We're ready. Um, I'll I'll start with Pat since he's been so quiet tonight. Oh, Patty. Uh, the "Would you rather" question tonight is: Would you rather sport a man bun or a nose ring? Mm. I, I really love the it. fact that Pat's expression does not change at all. <laughs> 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 P- poker face. Um, man bun <laughs> or nose ring? What do they call that? Call that something? They call it a man bun. No, no, the nose ring. It actually has it's a yeah septum. Yes. Uh, I'd probably go with the man bun. Really. Why the man bun? Doesn't want to ruin that money maker right there. <laughs> uh, I can hide it better. I don't know. <laughs> I can hide it. Better. I can bring my hat on my in, man in, bun. Let's let's bring it to the to the full extent. All right, in in a courtroom, man bun or septum. <laughs> so, 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 <laughs> a man bun. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do a nose ring now. No. You're in front of Judge Judy. What is it? <laughs> man bun. Man bun. <laughs> Dave, man bun or nose ring? Uh, a septum all the way, man. <laughs> I am not doing a man bun. Not ever. Not once. Why? Never. Why not? It's it's stupid. I don't know. It looks like you got a trash bag tied on the top of your head. Trash no, I, no. Just I'm. I'm just not. I'm not vibing with it. You know. The millennials, dude. Whatever. All set. Shell. I think I'm going to have to go. I've had some interesting piercings in my lifetime. Um, <laughs> with the septum as hey, well. No. I've always had 
some sort of wacky haircut, but mm-hmm. the man bun is a bit much. Mm-hmm. If I've got that kind of hair, it's not going in a bun. <laughs> you know, you let it flow like Jesus. You know? <laughs> man bun is not not a good look on me. No, no sir. I'm probably one of the two people here that could actually grow hair to put in a man bun. <clears throat> and, uh, um, I don't know. I, it's, that's it, tough. You know, I, I might go for an earring. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, but, uh, I don't, I, I just don't know if I could do the nose ring thing. The I whole think, cow thing. I think, yeah. I think the, I think I would probably end up going for the man bun, which would make me look like a complete and total dork. <laughs> See, you'd look badass with a man, uh, with a septum, though. You know, it's very tribal. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it is yeah, very yeah, tribal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we get some I, I don't plugs. Know. I I think. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, you just like about that. anywhere else, but not not the nose, man. I just can't. I can't. You know, how to, how to, some people can you, pull it off. When you sneeze with that, you know, when you you know, Lots what happens when you have a cold? You know, what happens when you, I just there's some things about that I just can't. When you have a cold and it's winter and then it freezes and you know dangles. Yeah, you know, I mean like, it's, it's all these things. I mean, how do you how do you live life with that? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And like Bobby, our new you know employee mm-hmm. twin, she has she has a septum, but uh, she rocks it, man. She yeah, makes it look good. Awesome. She makes it look good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I think people would just think I was trying to be something I, I wasn't. <laughs> you know, uh, a pastor. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People. People have enough trouble reconciling the pastor with somebody who smokes tobacco. Uh, you know, if I get a nose ring, that's just taking it. You know, oh, yeah. that people go over the edge. So what cult are you starting? <laughs> I always, I always think of like Friar Tuck when he's talking about like the. Uh, he gives a presentation on beer, mm-hmm. you know, and I remember, I, I just think of you doing it only with tobacco. <laughs> Maybe you could do like a nice beard bun, you know, screw it beard bun. beard bun, wrap beard it right bun. up. Beard bun. Yeah. Do a Gimli blade or something. <laughs> blade. A braid. Oh, braid. 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 Hmm. I wonder if Kurt would ever consider braiding his beard. I think that's a hard name. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what he would say. Yeah. Well, um, so the final the final uh, verdict here on the uh, Dark Bird's Eye Vintage Cut, I'm assuming that it's positive across the board. It sounds yes, like you guys yeah. have been really impressed with it. Yeah, really creamy, really smooth, really mm-hmm. toned down, but still rich yes. and, and flavorful. Other things have come to the forefront, mm-hmm. which makes it like a completely, totally different tobacco, honestly, mm-hmm. to me. Uh, two thumbs up. And even the room note itself is a little bit lighter. You know, mm. typically the bird's eye is a dark, heavy, musky room mm-hmm. note. But this is even light, very fruity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can definitely uh, appreciate the the fruity room notes. Mm-hmm. Pat? Yeah, it's definitely more pronounced. A lot more is going on. It's a lot more complexity to it. Definitely. And I think it's aged. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Has predictions. It's I'm like aged. doubling down on it. You're doubling down on it. Double it down. All right. Tune we'll in find, next time. Tune in next time. We'll find out whether Pat's doubled down or he's going to get doubled down. Wow. Oh, that sounds obvious. I don't know what that means. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're wrong, you have to buy the light bulb.
<laughs> I gave you everything out there. <laughs> All right. Well, next week, in addition to finding out whether or not this stuff has anything other than just the kind of cut difference to it, uh, we're going to be smoking the uh, this year's TAA release of the uh, Asylum Cigar, the 1118. That's a good one. Which is a really, really good cigar. And we're also going to be smoking the new release of Sun Bear, Sun Bear mm. Mountain Flower. Sun Bear Mountain uh, Flower. Moflo. Mountain Flower. And uh, that's going to be a great lead in to having uh, Jeremy Reeves on this show the, the following week. Mm hmm. It's going to be really good stuff good. coming up. Yeah, mm -hmm. we got stuff coming up. You're not going to want to be missing what's mm -hmm. going on. If you're anywhere in New England, you need anywhere. to be there for the Stillwell night. I don't believe that Jeremy Reeves and Steve Saka have been together live in the same place doing anything with the Stillwell Star Cigar anywhere, anywhere yeah. in the country. Yep. Uh, you know, on, on the phone at the same time, video at the same time, but never in the same room at the same time. This is going to be, again, a very unique uh, uh, time at Twins. And um, then that dinner with him the next day. Mm -hmm. um, I'm super, super excited about I'm excited it. As well. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to a couple of awesome weeks yes, and then i'm going to collapse after it's all <laughs> over <laughs> and, and just you know probably pull out the dark bird's eye <laughs> get high on nicotine you know whatever mm -hmm. but uh so be sure you're back with us uh next tuesday at eight o'clock we're going to be smoking the asylum 1118 taa and sun bear mountain flower and that's not just blowing smoke, people. We'll see you next week. Thanks for being with us tonight. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is not just blowing smoke. Mm -hmm.